Before we get started, man, shout out to my man Nelson for putting out an amazing magazine, Garden Era. What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener, and today we're going to continue our topic about efficient gardening. Uh, more specifically, today we're going to get into drip irrigation. All right, so as we all know, water is one of the most precious resources on the planet. Fresh water, that is. We also know that it is impossible for a garden to really grow and thrive without water. If you listen to some past episodes, you heard me talking about ways that you can water more efficiently and more effectively. But today I'm going to talk about the most efficient way possible to get water to your garden, and that is through drip irrigation. I'm big on urban gardening because I live in an urban setting. So it's important to make sure that we are maximizing our efficiency and we're getting the most out of our gardening space. And it is very hard to do that without drip irrigation. As a matter of fact, drip irrigation is more than 90% effective than any other form of irrigation. Before we get into the benefits of drip irrigation, let's start off by talking about what exactly is drip irrigation. Drip irrigation is a form of irrigation that delivers water directly to the root zone. Now, it's not like overhead watering or a sprinkler that you used to play in when you were a little kid that shoots water up in the air. No, drip irrigation uses drip emitters or drip tubing to simply trickle water out at the root zone. Now, other forms of watering, such as sprinklers, are able to deliver water to a larger area. But we have to ask ourselves, is more always better? Is that the most efficient way to water? Let me let you in on a little secret. Most water is lost through evaporation with overhead sprinklers. So every time you're watering your garden and you're shooting that water up into the air, what ends up happening is wind can take that water out of the proper path. The sun and the heat can evaporate that water before it even has a chance to soak into the root zone. That's not the case with drip irrigation. Drip irrigation trickles or drips water directly at the base of the plant or anywhere you place an emitter. See, that's what's cool about drip irrigation. All you need to do is put the water in the vicinity of the roots and the roots will do the rest. They'll shoot out in all different directions in search of that water. Now, with overhead irrigation, one thing you noticed is, yes, water is applied over a larger area, but oftentimes I end up watering places I don't care to water, like sidewalks or driveways, or even worse, I end up watering pathways through my garden, or I water the gravel. So some water is making it to the leaves and to the beds, but a lot of water is ending up in places I don't want it. We don't have an unlimited supply of water, therefore we need to be careful with how we use it. There's many different places all over that whenever we reach the summer, they have drought restrictions. They're only able to water their gardens or wash their cars or use any water outside once a week if they're lucky. And part of that is due to the fact that we waste so much water here in America. But if we can get everybody to convert over to these drip irrigation systems, well, maybe we can offset some of the problems that happen from the drought. Now, what are the four main functions of the roots? Let's talk about it. One of the first functions of roots are to anchor a plant in place. Second, it is to store food, nutrients, and minerals. Now, listen to three and four. 
The third function of the roots are to absorb water and minerals from the soil. Now, the fourth function of the roots are to then transfer the water and the minerals that are absorbed in the soil up the plant to the leaves and to the remainder of the plant. With drip irrigation, since we're delivering the water right to the root zone, we're helping the plant's roots accomplish two out of the four functions. Now, let's talk about some of the benefits of using drip irrigation. First, drip irrigation helps reduce weed growth. Look, I don't know about you, but less weeds to me means more time to enjoy my garden. Since we're only delivering the water to the roots and not all over the remainder of the garden, what ends up happening is those weed seeds are not actually able to germinate. That one reason right there is all I need to hook up a drip irrigation system. Wait, you're telling me no weeds? Come on with it, man. The second benefit of using drip irrigation is you can end up with healthier plants. How is that? Uh, A lot of disease and problems with garden occur because people, one, get too much water on the leaves and two, have improper spacing or insufficient airflow around their plants. That breeds sorts of fungus. Now, when we come in with the overhead water and we splash water on a leaf that has a disease or a fungus, That water then splashes off of that one plant to another plant, and we can spread diseases throughout our garden. But with drip irrigation, there is no water on the leaves, and all of the water goes where? That's right, directly to the root zone. Y'all starting to get it now. Third benefit of drip irrigation is that it can lead to increased harvest. Why is that? Since we're delivering the water directly to the root zone on a schedule, man, y'all are going to get tired of hearing me say that. Our plants are less likely to get stressed out from a lack of water. Less stress, less diseases, usually leads to a larger harvest. Number four, drip irrigation saves time. If you're transplanting a bunch of crops into your bed and you don't have any sort of irrigation system, what ends up happening is you have to transplant the plants and then water them in. But with drip irrigation, you're able to turn on the system before you start planting so that the soil is already moist. And then you can continue to run the system while you are transplanting all of your transplants into the garden. That way, when you're finished, the soil will be wet and it will continue to run to ensure that all of our plants are watered. Look, man, I have a family, so I love everything that saves me time. The fifth benefit of using drip irrigation is that it can help you save money. Hey, it's been said that drip irrigation can save you 50 to 70% on your water bill. Not your whole water bill, but on the amount of water that you use in your garden. Have you ever stopped to think how much water you use whenever you are spraying your garden down? Have you ever stopped to think how much water you're using in an overhead sprinkler system setup? See, one of the beauties about drip irrigation is that you know exactly how much water is being delivered to your garden. And you know this because each emitter tells you how many gallons per hour it drops. So I know that if I have a five gallon per hour dripper and I have five of them in my garden, then I know after one hour of running my system, I've used 25 gallons. Now, Was that 25 gallons from the hose more efficiently used than the 25 gallons from our drip irrigation system? I don't think so. 
And we all know that when things are more efficient, that usually lowers the cost. Now let's talk about some of the potential drawbacks of using a drip irrigation system. First, look, man, it's kind of time consuming to set up. All right. So you're going to have to get out there. You're going to have to map out your entire system, figure out where everything goes, and then you're going to have to go buy all the pieces and put it together. It definitely takes more time and more effort than simply grabbing the garden hose and spraying everything down or by simply setting up an overhead sprinkler. But as I have learned in life, things that are harder are usually better for you anyway. The second drawback of using drip irrigation is the initial cost of setup. Look, man, I never said that drip irrigation was cheap, and I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you and tell you that it is. But I will tell you that if you are serious about gardening and you are going to continue to garden season after season, a drip irrigation system will pay for itself over and over again. Have you ever stood outside in 100 plus degree weather and watered a garden? I don't know about you, but I would pay a certain amount of money to not have to go outside in the middle of the day and water the garden. Another potential drawback of a drip irrigation system is that there is a slight learning curve when it comes to setting up a drip irrigation system. But just like everything else related to gardening, I do not mind uh, basically soaking up as much knowledge about this subject or this whole gardening topic as possible. So that's not really a drawback to me. Another potential drawback of a drip irrigation system is that, look, it requires a certain amount of maintenance. Um, these drip emitters have the potential to get clogged if you do not have a filter that filters out what comes into the system. So you will have to perform maintenance once, maybe twice a year to ensure nothing gets clogged. The fifth drawback of drip irrigation is that it does not work in all phases of gardening. Uh, and what I mean is that, uh, let's say you're just throwing carrots down. You can't go and just seed the bed by hand, turn on your drip irrigation system and let it go. You're still going to have to go out there with the garden hose and spray the top of the soil whenever you are starting things off by seed. But once they get bigger, they have the roots, the roots set out and everything gets established. Then you don't have anything to worry about and you no longer need to provide the overhead watering. So that's it for today. Uh, we talked about what drip irrigation is, why you should use it, some of the benefits of drip irrigation and some of the potential drawbacks associated with drip irrigation. Check out the next episode where we're going to talk about the different components of a drip system and how to set up a drip system in your garden. Before I let you go, what I need for you to do is to one, leave a review if you enjoy the show and two, send it to as many people as you possibly can. That's a fair trade, right? I give you some information. You give the show to a friend or two or 20. <laughs> Put this in your headphones. Go outside, take a deep breath of fresh air, grab a shovel, grab a spade, stick it in the ground, grab some dirt in your hands and just grow it. Let's go. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview Send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email, igrow at Big City Gardener. 
and check me out man on instagram and on all social media platforms big city gardener we out oh almost forgot just grow it <laughs>